I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. When you were a little kid, I'm sure you heard somebody, or maybe a bunch of people in grammar school say, liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> my pants have not been on fire for some time. My pants are folded neatly between my fanny and my big, comfortable, manly black leather papa chair in my living room. And my pants are not on fire because I never tell a lie. <laughs> well, hardly ever. I mean, I don't say things like, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. And I did not chop down that damn cherry tree, nor did I have sex with that woman. Watch my lips, no new taxes. Your president is not a thief. That really wasn't me in that video. <laughs> I must confess to an occasional, can I tell you the truth? Seriously, I really did see an article the other day said Americans lie an average of about five times a day. Of course, I'll bet if you took out all the lies told in Washington, the average would drop to somewhere around two or three a day for the rest of us. But naturally, I assume none of you ever lie, of course. And you always listen to everything your nearest and dearest ever says. Just like I always listen to everything my lady Wonder Wench has to say. Furthermore, my check is in the mail, and I never inhaled. Plus, no, I didn't see the stop sign, officer. I gave at the office, and you don't need it in writing. You have my word. How about all my work is guaranteed, or one size fits all? Hey, we can still be friends, right? Right. I'll call you. That's a biggie. No, I don't even look at other women anymore. And don't forget the classic, I've got to work late at the office tonight, my dear. And why does my dear always sound so sleazy? As in, I'm a movie producer, and I'm actually casting a new movie right now, my dear. You're the only woman who understands me, my dear. Of course I'll respect you in the morning, my dear. And here's a big one these days. The new ownership won't affect you. The company will remain the same. Or how about, this won't hurt, open wide. My wife and I haven't had sex in years, my dear. <laughs> Eat this, you'll like it. You don't look like a day over 25. You made this yourself? I never would have guessed it. No, the washing machine is supposed to make that noise. It's not the money. It's the principle of the thing. Size doesn't matter, my dear. That's usually a woman who says that. Don't worry, he's never bitten anyone so far. It, trust me, I'm on your side. How about don't worry? It'll go another 20 miles when the gauge reads empty. And there's always the husband's favorite. I'll do it tomorrow. And first-timers, a lot of time come up with, of course I remember your name. Drinking? Why no, officer. Your table will be ready in a few minutes. No, I never got your email. 
and the biggie these days, I have read, understood, and agree to the conditions. Next details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's driving you nuts out the other ear and you can grab a grin and win. 90% of Americans describe themselves as shy. So how come all we hear about is the other 10%, huh? If the answer is tax bracket creep, what is the question? If the answer is tax bracket creep, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. Haven't told you, but I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is tax bracket creep, what is the question? The zoo guys tell us lions can mate 50 times a day. That's better than some rock stars. It's also probably why the envious producers at MGM Pictures feature that lion that kind of sounds like he's mating at the beginning of their movies, you know? Guy by the name of uh, Bartholdi sculpted the Statue of Liberty. He used his mother as the model. And when she got tired of posing, it is said his mistress stepped in for the final touches. And I'm willing to bet he sure looked forward to those final touches. As in, hey, are you getting tired, Mom, huh? All right, if the answer is tax bracket creep, the question is, what do you call an IRS agent? Tax bracket creep. <laughs> Have you heard about the new video game with the horrible monsters who chase you all over the place and gobble everything you own? It's called Taxman. <laughs> Dicks the tails, they take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you, because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. Thank you very much. I guess everybody lies once in a while, even you and me, but, but no lie. I don't lie five times a day, which is evidently the average. Maybe it's just that I don't have a good enough memory to remember a lot of lies, so I usually tell the truth, or more accurately, the truth as I remember it. I had a radio program called Mouth vs. Ear at NBC Radio. It was kind of a quiz show. I say kind of because I had a bunch of my friends in the studio for the show, and I took questions from callers on the air. If I didn't know the answers, usually one of my friends did. So I told listeners right up front that we would always win because if all else fails, we cheat. <laughs> we, had a, we had a softball team we called the Cheaters. We played charity games against, you know, police departments and anybody else who would stoop low enough to play us. And we very often got clobbered on the field, especially by firefighters who were usually in much better shape than any of us. But I always got on the air the next day and I said we won 9-2. to two. And very often I'd get outraged calls from guys who knew that was a lie. And I just reminded them of the name of the team, the Cheaters. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, for us anyway. Here's a quick air check of Mouth versus Ear. Have no fear, the mouth is here. We're gonna win and lick the ear. 
If you think your questions are hard, we'll hoist you on your own petard. We the mouth cannot be beat, because when all else fails, we cheese! That's right. Sick. Sick. We're intellectuals. Sick. See the post? Our telephone number is 977-9520. 977-9520. Give us a buzz and defend the honor of the year, wherever that is. We are the mouth, you are the year. We have special guest tonight. Pat Cooper, you want to give him some... Don't, 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 don't applaud. Oh, okay. It just encourages him when you do that, doesn't it? No applause. Huh? You know, you know what it is? Mario had to start the applause because one of his people is here, you know. I noticed Hank didn't applaud until the third beat. You know? Why am I here? <laughs> Why are you living? Why let's get to the telephones. Nine seven seven. One of them is the Big Bang Theory. Hello, you're on Mouth versus Ear. Yeah, Hello, Mark from Jersey City. I got a hoist for you this All week. All right, you've come to the right place. Okay, what's 100 feet in the air? What's 100 feet in the air? Be careful. What is 100 feet in the air? That's a centipede lying on its back. Very good. Oh, oh all right. All right. Oh, Let me see. Is this what this program's all about? <laughs> I, I studied all day long for a centipede on his back. <laughs> this is what I gotta get. I know. I wouldn't use that on my show if it was the last words on the earth. A centipede on his back. Let me get out of here. <laughs> all right, tell me from Jersey City, what has four eyes and runs south? A sick poison. <laughs> four eyes and runs south. Yes. Uh... What has four eyes and runs south? Tick tock, tick tock. Oh, oh my. Sir, it is the Mississippi River. Oh. Thank you for the call. Okay. I gotta get out of here. You're locked in. All right, we score a point for the mouth. Hello, you're on New York 97, WYNY. Have no fear, Robin Goodfellow's here, and you're gonna lose. Ah, that's what you think, Robin Goodfellow. Okay, I got a history question for okay. you. Okay. Could you name me the. Pe- uh, what battle was fought on American territory in World War II? Tell him, Pat. I don't hear it. What, what battle, battle was fought on American... Yeah, the Battle of the Illusions. Mm. You're right. Come on, well, listen. Who's that? No, but what's the difference? I had to say something. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, I heard him. He said, who's that? Do you, if you, I tell you what. My question to you is, who was that? Who was that? Yeah. Munchmouth. Oh. Yeah, that's what he said. No, you were wrong. Oh, anyway, well, give me a question. Well, that's what the, always the question. See, if you were listening to the show, you would have heard who that is. Anyway, wait, wait, come on, come on. That's Pat Cooper. Pat Cooper? Pasquale Caputo? Only I made a comeback. Look at this. <laughs> For four seconds, I thought my career was hanging by a thread. When you can remember that name, I got a shot. <laughs> you Pat Cooper? You Pat Cooper? Yes, sir. Never heard of you. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, Robin Goodfellow. Take care. Who was the commander of the Pacific Fleet at the time of the attack on Pearl Harbor? Who was command? Kimmel. That's right. Also, that is also, besides being a good admiral, he was also a fine bottle of booze. Thank you for the call. Bye now. Hello, you're on Mouth versus here. Hello, this is Ryan Manilow. Don't hang up. Hey, <laughs> 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 <Save> for Barry. <laughs> I'm back in New York, and I have a question. Uh, well, do you think we should let him play? I am. Oh, we'll let him play. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before, 
How many of you figure we should let him play? Yay! Yay. <laughs> how many of you figure we shouldn't let him play? Oh, come on. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, I, we're going to be nice. It's 19. We'll let you play. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Here's a question. Now, in a famous, in a, in a recent famous international hit song sung by me, called <laughs> 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 Copacabana, uh, the lives of three people were explored. Okay. Name those three people. Lola, Lola Tony, and Rico. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Goodbye. That, no, Tony, oh. you can't go away. That's oh. my chance. I got to ask you a question. Okay. All right. Now, my question: Were you listening a while ago? Or were you all tied up? No, I just put it on a couple of minutes. Ago. Oh, that's too bad. Because I gave the answer to this a little while ago. What I want actually is a question from you. I'm going to give you an answer. And what I need is a question. What I need is a question. Okay? Yeah. All right. Now, the answer is Catch-22. The answer is Catch-22. Barry Manilow, what is the question? The question. <laughs> the, the, question, the question is what I'm looking for. The answer is Catch-22. But he's a musician, not a baseball player. That's all right. Oh! <sighs> we have. To, she's trying to. I didn't give him the answer. I'm only. That, no, and you're not going to give him anything either. <laughs> I'm only trying. Right. I'm, I'm being prompted here by tick, a room talk, full of tick, brilliant talk, people. Tick, you can't. Talk, Do you shave around your what? Huh? No. no, no, that's that's the that's the other question. That's the other question. No, all right, we we give up. You don't know. No. Yeah, the answer is question. cash money. The question is, what you you ask the question? What would the Mets do if you threw them one hundred fly balls? And I was trying to help you. All right, I don't know, Barry. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to make it in showbiz with. All right, well, with that kind of thing. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for taking my call. Hey, listen, have a very happy new year, and I'm glad you finally got through. How about a hand? Hey! I got it. What a great idea. <laughs> I think we'll dedicate this to Barry Manilow, who finally got through and made it big in show business. This is for you, Barry Manilow. Those were good times, and that's no lie. Sometimes we lie to make life a little easier for somebody. Usually that somebody is ourselves. But here is a story with a question about lies and truths. This is a story about two pilots and a normal human being. It's also a story about trading a life full of trust for a moment of truth. There are no heroes or villains, but unfortunately, there are winners and losers. Now, before you pass judgment on any of these people, please stop for just a moment and think, what would you have done under the same circumstances if nobody would have ever found out? Until tonight, I thought trust and truth went together like mom and apple pie or beauty and the beast. But tonight, your beast touched another woman, my love. We really are like beauty and the beast. You are so lovely. 
I've never lied to you before. But how can I tell you? How can I trade your trust for this truth? I won't have to tell you. You'll know. You'll hear it in my voice first. Then you'll see it in my eyes. That's the way it always has been when something goes wrong. I know what beauty loves about this beast. It's the absolute concentration on our love. I used to watch you so carefully in the moonlight that the night turned purple around you. Your sleeping face became so beautiful, so supple. You lit every cell in your body with the warm golden light that you feel inside. You always slept so close to innocence, especially after we made love. Most nights your skin has a scent of yellow and blue wildflowers mixed with smoke from a hardwood fire about it. And those are the nights when beauty wants to make love with her beast. And now it's only a question of time until you know. A question of time. Ten minutes. That's all it was. Just an ounce of loving that I gave her. A drop of concentration from the ocean that belongs to you. How many Christmas Eves full of homemade presents? How many children's questions? How many laughs and tears have we shared, my love? How long have you been my beauty, my woman, my trusted friend? Not touching you now would be a sin against the God who gave us to each other. Until tonight, I thought trust and truth went together like beauty and the beast. Now, if I ever trade your trust, my love, for this truth, how will I ever touch you again? How will I ever touch you again? And how could a man who calls a woman my love ever be unfaithful to her and if he is unfaithful even only once can she ever have faith in him again and just as important can he ever regain his faith in himself how could a thing like that happen it was midnight it was windy it was cold the coffee was so old that it tasted like it had a crust There was a familiar smell of aviation gas and dust hanging over the old brown cracked leather couch in the pilot's lounge. You know, most people think of airports, they think of JFK or O'Hare or LAX. Airports, their destinations. But this was just a fuel stop runway in the middle of a trip. A trip that had 500 more miles to go in a little four-seat airplane. It was getting bounced around pretty badly on a raw, nasty, dangerous icy night it should have meant 50 more gallons of gas for the plane and about 10 minutes of rest for the pilot there was just enough light from an old green shaded lamp to trace the out of place tinkle of dangle earrings flickering under long shining soft brown hair she had a soft voice quick smile warm laugh she was slowly running her fingers through her hair when one of her fingernails clicked against some uncomfortable clasp that slowly came undone. She was instantly vulnerable, warm, unprotected. Every mysterious woman I've ever met. 
she became a quick question mark in the long everyday story of our lives, my love. You were so far away. There were 500 miles of black winter wind and deadly ice between us. And her soft lips were smiling close enough to feel her breath on my cheek. I know trust is forever. I know dreams are for lifetimes. But temptation is a moment out of time. So it has no respect for all of our years. It happened in an instant. The stranger became a lover. You became a stranger, my love. called Beauty and the Beast. It's one of the chapters in My Love Comes When You Least Expect It Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy or you just want to find out how the story turns out, please go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Love Comes When You Least Expect It icon on the homepage. Lies. We all lie. At least a little. Sometimes. Not you or me, of course. Sort of. Hey, I'm on my way. Should be there in five minutes. Okay, just one more episode. I smoke this for my medical condition. I'm fine. And the one I really hate is nothing. As in, what's wrong? Nothing. No, I'm not jealous. If you get this one, I'll pay next time. I never watch cop shows, just PBS. And maybe you remember this one from when you were a teenager. I've never done anything like this before. <laughs> well, my pants are still not on fire because I never tell a lie. Well, hardly ever. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.